Welcome back to Lost in Translation. Another day in the association. That eighth and ninth seed looking very, very, very interesting come Thursday. Last night, we saw the Portland Trailblazers defeat the Dallas Mavericks 134-131. Dame Dollar Lillard. 61 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, 9 for 17 from the three-point line. Just 17 for 32 from the floor, 18 for 18 from the stripe. 8 assists. Domination throughout and was probably the only individual on Portland, besides Mello, who dropped 26 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 10 for 17 from the floor, 3 for 6 from the line, 3 for 5 from behind the 3-point line, and was crucial in that 4th quarter, knocking down 3s, 2 of those 3s in that 4th, after that back-to-back run that saw Porzingis hit. Mello come down and hit. Kleber hit. Dame pull up. And it was an exchange of who could outscore who. Unfortunately for Dallas, Christoph Porzingis fouled out and was no longer able to give them that offensive power from outside. Despite Luka having 25 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists, 8 for 19 from the field. 7 for 9 from the stripe and 2 for 8 from 3. Porzingis was the better Maverick that night. As I said, he fouled out, but he had 36 points, 6 rebounds, 12 for 17 from the floor, 5 for 6 from the free throw line, and 7 for 9 from 3. And... It was an interesting back and forth. Felt like a playoff matchup in regards to how Dallas was playing. Everybody, nobody was on that bench. They were going through the rotation and their sets. Zach Collins and Whiteside were crucial down that stretch as well, too, with CJ struggling. Despite playing 39 minutes, he had 8 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. He was 2 for 14 from the floor, 3 for 3 from the charity stripe, and 1 for 5 from 3. He just looked out of sorts, along with Nurkic, who had 29 minutes, did foul out of the game. 6 points, 9 rebounds, 0 assists, 3 for 9 from the floor, didn't make it to the stripe once, 0 for 1. From three and missed really three easy layups slash putbacks. I could have put Portland up by six or eight and made this game less interesting than it was. But, you know, I am not complaining about what this game ended up being. Watching Dame drop another 61 on another team in this bubble. Pretty exciting, pretty damaging. 
So with that said, the Thursday night matchup has the Portland Trailblazers versus the Brooklyn Nets. No sleep till Brooklyn for Portland. Boston defeated Memphis 122-107. Despite John Moran's 26, four rebounds, 13 assists, 11 for 15 from the floor. It just seemed as Boston was fine-tuning its winning DNA and looked as if they were trying to build their momentum going forward for that playoff. And Memphis now is tied for ninth as Portland won yesterday to put them in eighth. Memphis is in a tie with San Antonio who defeated the Houston Rockets minus James Harden. I thought Houston would play a lot better knowing the fact that this game mattered to San Antonio. So they could have got that playoff rep in before the playoff reps start. And Westbrook was on the floor. Didn't really seem as if Houston was in a gear to go forward. DeRozan had 23, six rebounds, four assists and two steals. And wasn't really an issue for San Antonio on that victory over there. Jason Tatum on the win over Memphis also had 29 points. Six rebounds, two assists. He was 10 for 13 from the floor, looking like he is focused on what's going to happen later on this week when the playoffs do hit. The Nets defeat the Orlando Magic 108-96. No team really gains any ground in that. Seventh and eighth is already set. Brooklyn versus uh, Toronto and Milwaukee versus Orlando. And speaking of Milwaukee, headbutt or not, Ocho Cinco! Giannis in the second quarter. I don't know if he's frustrated by the lack of calls or the physicality that's transpiring, but, you know, we saw it in the World Cup when Sedan, you know, laid that headbutt straight to the chest of the fellow Italian player that he was up against in that World Cup. But Giannis headbutting really a non-factor in Washington because Washington is not really playing for much. They're done. And it seems as if a two-game suspension or even a one-game suspension with those Milwaukee Bucks facing off against Memphis in their final game and their push for ninth or eighth spot on that Thursday be pretty interesting. The Bucks did defeat the Washington Wizards 126-113. And like I said, Giannis was uh, pretty much shouldn't even be playing if that's his mentality right now. It's hurting the team, and I get it. Frustration leads to ill-advised things by players, but you got to take him out the game, sit him down, and just let him observe. Because losing him at the start of the playoffs is not a good way to start the playoffs for the Bucks. You had also the Phoenix Suns beating the Philadelphia 76ers, 131-17. Devin Booker dropping 
35, nine rebounds, seven assists, 11 for 12 from the free throw line. A dominating performance, despite the fact that Philly made it close, got it down to within five, stretched it down to three, but could not really capitalize with no offensive interior presence with Joel Embiid down. Milton played good, though, but overall, Phoenix still scorching and red hot as they go off to their Thursday performance. And like I said, New Orleans and Sacramento, not really a game to even watch or care about. Nobody really playing on either or. Everyone sitting down with injuries. 106-112 Pelicans loss to the Sacramento Kings. So, players with three 60-point games in a season. Um, Will Chamberlain, 1961. 1962 season, he had 15 of those. Will Chamberlain again followed that up, 1962 to 1960. Three season, nine times he did that. Dame Lillard, this season, has done that three times. Most 20-point fourth quarter since 96-97 season. Late great Kobe Bryant, RIP to... Bean has 11, LeBron James 7, Westbrook 7, yes, Jamal Crawford with 6, Durant 6, Dame with 6 as of last night, Isaiah Thomas, Kemba Walker with also 6, and the retired Ray Allen with 5, most 20-point fourth quarters since the 96-97 season. With that said, Thursday's events should be a must-watch for the bubble for that eighth and ninth seed coming up. Today's games, you got Toronto versus the 76ers at 6.30. Miami Heat and the OKC Thunder at 8. Indiana squares off against Houston at the 4 o'clock. And the Clippers versus the Denver Nuggets at 9 p.m. Looking for the Clippers to probably suit up and play and see what they got going forward. Hopefully, the addition of Montrez, Patrick Beverly can get to playing instead of talking, and then we can see how they look going forward. But Thursday night's game, you got... The Dallas Mavericks versus the Phoenix Suns. That tips off at 4, along with the Grizzlies versus the Bucks. That's at 4 p.m. as well, too. This is Thursday night. Then you got San Antonio versus Utah, 6.30. Portland versus the Brooklyn Nets at 9. Now, it's win or go home, but if all teams do win, Portland still gets the 8th seed, and the ninth seed is locked in in a virtual tie. So that... We'll have to go about, I don't know. The NBA might have another game or two to decide. And Portland might have time to recruit and rest while playing that one win. As opposed to the 
two wins the ninth seed has to get on Portland. So with all teams controlling their fate going forward with the W, let's see who takes their destined trip to this bubble predicament. And if Portland does sneak in with the eighth seed and is facing off against those LA Lakers, might be a time where we see an eighth seed knock off a one. And before everyone gets all crazy, insane in the membrane, the ability of Portland's guards and the inability of the Lakers guarding the perimeter is going to be an issue. Said earlier, the loss of Avery Bradley was crucial to them because he actually solidifies their perimeter defense. He's disciplined on that aspect. He does what needs to be done when he's on the court. You got J.R. Smith and you got Deion Waiters to fill that void. So you're hoping LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, Howard, Javel, Caldwell Pope, and the rest of those Lakers can actually put together a series that's going to be difficult because the interior size Portland does have. They do have Whiteside, they do have Collins, they do have Nurkic. Mello is also a factor to stretch and locate on the post when they put those smaller guards in the game. Deion Waiters, J.R. Smith. It's not going to be an easy one versus eight unless Portland gets knocked out of that eight seed by the surging Phoenix Suns. But then again, the inability of the Suns' maturity might be beneficial to the L.A. Lakers. But Portland will be no joke to watch. If that is one versus eight, and that could be a possibility of knocking the Lakers off out and early, and a different conversation will be started about that. Not saying it can happen, but I'm not saying it may not happen due to the fact that the Lakers got a lot to address. They got a game on Thursday where they play the Sacramento Kings at 1.30, and hopefully it's a half of domination, destruction, and more focused going forward and then rest your starters. But they need to have a game, regardless of who's against. Old coach, maybe more of a kick for those players that were there, but not a lot of those players are left from Luke Walton days. They're traded to New Orleans Pelicans, and Pelicans are watching right now because they're out of that race. So, recap of yesterday's wild matchups with that seven, with that eighth and ninth seed, seeing Portland jump to eighth, Memphis, Phoenix, and San Antonio all sitting in ninth spot, evenly with one game left. Thursday, loss in translation, Mr. VHS, KP. That was the NBA wrap. I'll be back on the other side with the WNBA.
WNBA recap from last night. Saw the Las Vegas Aces down the Indiana Fever, 98-79. A relatively close game at half with the Aces being up 60-59. to Just saw the second half. Indiana caught a fever, but it wasn't a good one as they only scored 20 points. 13 in the third, 7 in the fourth, and the Vegas Aces with 38, 21 in the third, and 17 in the fourth, winning that game 98-79. Asia Wilson, 12 points, 11 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, the double-double, always with the milk because it does the body good. No cream in that one. And Candice Dupree, 20 points, six rebounds, two assists. Three-point shooting for the Fever, three for 18, four for eight for the Aces at 50%. Out, other than that, close throughout, turnovers relatively the same, steals relatively the same. But it was just a tale of two halves that took place where the Aces just showed the fever what was bringing their record to six wins, two losses, and second in the West. And the fever dropped to three and five and third in the Eastern Conference. The Washington Mystics lose by 20, which is exactly the amount of points scored by the Minnesota Link, who beat the Washington Mystics 68-48. Yes, the Lynx scored a total of 20 points in the second half, followed up a 30-point quarter at halftime to only score 20 points, but still beat the Washington Mystics that seemed to be struggling without... Deladon as their nucleus on that team. 17 points the Mystics scored in the third and fourth. They scored four. Losing 68-48. Tiana Hawkins with 10 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block in the loss. Sylvia Flowers with a double-double. That's milk. 16 points, three rebounds, one assist. Overall, field goal percentages were relatively even. But it was just rebounding. 42 to 31 out rebounded the Minnesota Lynx over the Mystics. Just Washington doesn't look the same way they did last season. I understand they've, you know, they've lost a big person to their offensive team, but defensively they're just out of sorts. Hopefully they rebound and make a push late, but it seems like they're trending the opposite direction, pushing their record to three and five. And the link go to six and two, which are third in the Western Conference. 
And the last game was the Liberty losing to the LA Sparks, 93-78, bringing the Liberty's record to one and six and the Sparks to five and three. Close game. New York played played well, but just dominating performance by the Sparks. Not really taking their foot off the gas from the jump ball throughout the fourth quarter. Candace Parker, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals in the win. Jasmine Jones, 24 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 5 steals in the loss for the Liberty. 3-point shooting, 11 for 17, 65% for the LA Sparks. While... New York was 8 for 23. Free throw got to the line 23 times. New York knocked them down. Even out-rebounded the Sparks. Even the steals, turnovers at 26. 26 turnovers for the New York Liberty compared to the 16 by the LA Sparks. And they scored 24 points off those turnovers. So, Sparks go to 5-3. They sit 4th in the West. And the Liberty are 1-7, and they sit 6th in the East. Tonight's three-piece, we have the Dallas Wings versus the Connecticut Suns. The game of the night for me in the WNBA is the Phoenix Mercury versus the Chicago Sky. Sky coming off the loss to the Seattle Storm. Let's see how they rebound in that regards. And Tarasi out for the Phoenix Mercury. But collectively, they've come about and they're doing what needs to be done to maintain their record at 5-3. and three. So 5-3 and three Mercury, Phoenix Mercury versus the 5-3 and three Sky. Mercury tied for fourth in the Western Conference. And the Sky are five and three, sitting at number one in the East. Storm versus a seven, seven and one Storm versus a two and six Dream. Tonight, Storm defeated the Dream earlier, but Warlock. Um, Seattle can't sleep on this one. Revenge is probably a dish served cold, they say. I like to eat my food hot. That's why I got a microwave. And they need to stay heated, the Seattle Storm, and push for an 8-1, and one, get some separation, and just keep playing. Brianna Stewart, amazing. Canada, happy belated birthday. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Stay out of foul trouble this game. And just a collective overall performance coming up by... The Seattle Storm. Clark, Lloyd, Canada, Stewart, Whitcomb. And when Bird comes back, it'll be pretty destructive for them and their run for a fourth title. And that would be their second in three years if pulled off. Once again, thank you. Mid-range 
Lost in Translation. I'm your host, Mr. VHS KP. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We'll see you for Thursday in the association where we got those games for the 8th and ninth slot scheduled in the, in the NBA. Dallas Phoenix, 4 p.m., Milwaukee, and against the Grizzlies at 4, San Antonio, 6.30 p.m., and the Brooklyn Nets at 9 p.m. for the Portland Trailblazers, who sit in 8th. Once again, as I say once again, to say it one last time again, Lost in Translation, thank you for listening to this episode. VHS, and I'm gone.